Welcome back to another episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minute hosts talk about one minute of the greatest minty fresh films, the 1988 John McTiernan-directed movie, Die Hard. I'm David Stoker of Star Trek Minute. And I'm Chris LaSalle, also of Star Trek Minute. Hey Chris, how's it going? I'm good, Dave. It's Friday. We made it. Yes, we made it another full week. It's our last minute of the movie. I know kind of sad it is very sad but we are powering through as we are joined once again by our understanding wives kathy and candace hi hey guys and we have and we have moved into minute number 90 and this minute starts with dr dusseldorf giving his assessment (laughs) of the hostage situation and it ends with the arrival of special agent johnson and Special Agent Johnson. Johnson. Johnson and Johnson? Yeah. What? Yeah, I love Johnson and Johnson. So you would ask like me... Like baby powder? Yes. You would yeah, ask me a couple sure. minutes ago, Chris, what my favorite lines were in the movie. Two lines yeah. in this movie are... They stay with me all the time. So this this minute starts with... Uh, Dr. Dusseldorf saying, you know, by this time the hostages should be going through the early stages of the hell-seeking syndrome. And then the anchor says, as in Helsinki, Sweden, Finland. <laughs> love that. Love that interaction because it makes the host look like such a buffoon. <laughs> that line stays with you every day? Oh, my God. I hear it. Non- we, I quote that all the time at work. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> um, what's ironic though right I mean it's obviously it's made him look like make him look like an idiot but yes this is this is this is the fictionalized version of the Stockholm syndrome yes. syndrome right. which is Stockholm Sweden right yes right. so ironically he was on the right path there yes right right <laughs> I wonder why do you think they had to fictionalize it why didn't they just use Stockholm syndrome I don't know. Probably to make the guy look like a buffoon. Did it was just kind of a long, yeah, long setup for this joke. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, as we, uh, he talks about the difference in transference and dependency, yada yada yada. Somehow we get back to Asian Dawn. Why back to Asian Dawn? Well, that's what. Um, Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson says, he says, no, no, darling, Asian Dawn. Oh, right, right. Dawn, D-A-W-N. In case there's any confusion. And then someone tells him that the feds are there, and he says, the FBI is here. Oh, the the FBI is here now? And then we get Pal's famous line, you want a breath mint? Is that your other, your second favorite line? No, it's when the agent comes up to him and he says, uh, he says, I'm Agent Johnson. This is Special Agent Johnson. He goes, no relation. I do. I love that line too. Which is, which is obvious that there's no relation. So (laughs) the fact that he has to say it just makes it so much better. Yeah. That is funny. Going back. I I love the character. I love, I love the Agents Johnson. Um, I'm, I'm, and we only get this brief glimpse of them at the end of this minute, but you know it's their introduction, and um, I'm just psyched that they we get to see them because uh, they they've got some funny lines oh, in the film are, as well. They are great in this movie. Well, the, the Johnson, the agent on the left, I, I don't know the actor's name. He was in the Goonies, right? 
He was yep. in the Goonies. Another, another Goonies connection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but going back quickly to the um, the whole news set, and then it's interesting they're talking, and then I think it's a cross cut to the terror, not terrorist robbers, whatever they're called, um, dragging Ellis's body, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is just kind of gross, especially like his feet. I just thought were like. Just the way they were hanging in that scene, it just... Well, he was dead. I know, it's good acting. I know. Yeah. They just were so limp. It was just gross to me, the image. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, because that's, that's not a dummy. They're not, right? They're right. hauling the actor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, that's the trademark of a good actor, when you can bend your joints in certain directions <laughs> well, and make yourself look totally dead. <laughs> well, that's what I felt like, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that on his resume. Ben's joints at <laughs> unusual angles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, why do they? I why do they have to move the body? Why don't they just leave him there? What do they care? Well, because they're using What's that it? as his base of operations. They don't want a dead body stinking in there. Yeah. Do don't they bring him by the other hostages? Maybe the AC's not working. I know. I just figured they just switch rooms or something. Like, where are they bringing the body? Well, they're probably just dumping it in the same room they put Takagi. No. Making a statement, letting everyone see him. Yeah, that could be it too. They're just showing it. Just yeah. Yeah. Better way to keep the prisoners in line is by showing them what will happen to them. Right. You're next. Yeah. Ellis was uh, just to go back to Ellis. Ellis was played by Hart Bachner. Hart. He is Bar- from Bach. Toronto, Canada. Bark, bark. Oh. Nice. And he was in. I can't even think of a. Uh, Movies he Die was Hard. in. He was in Die Hard. He was in nothing else of really consequence. That he, oh, he was in. Nothing with Kevin Bacon. Batman: Mask of the Phantasm would be the only movie that I would have known him in, but I don't see any Kevin Bacon-esque movies. Yeah, Kathy. Yeah, I agree with you on his feet. Yeah, watching it, it's just kind of. Yeah, it's gross. Actually, it says in his IMDb profile, it says able to move ankles in. <laughs> No, it doesn't. You, you got me there. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Stop. It's, oh, Friday. it's Friday. I'm tired after a long week. That would have been awesome. That was real. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is all, you know, it's gone from it originally was just Pal, and then the rest of the cops showed up, and now we're we're heading to the big leagues. The FBI has showed up. But even before they come in, um, I think it's like 90, maybe at 90 minutes, 38 seconds, his Powell's face is priceless. He's got like his elbow maybe on the car, and he's side glancing at the deputy guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a price. Like he's like, what the, you know, looking at him. It's a great. Just a great shot. Yeah, he's like, do you really think you're going to get anywhere? Right. Trying to find the Asian Dawn. Right. <laughs> and the de- deputy has to, like, rebutton his sports jacket. <laughs> Why do you have to right. rebutton? I'd be taking that off. Well, he's being the FBI. No, he's the not the FBI. Leads. It's the deputy guy. Yeah. I... Well, he's meeting. Yeah, him. he's meeting the FBI, so he's getting right. gussied oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're FBI. right. You're right. You're right. He has this cl- official clipboard and everything. I know it's not in our minute, and we'll probably cut this, but the next, what in the next minute, when Johnson tells him, he's like, we'll try to let you know when we commandeer your men. 
Like, <laughs> totally, like, he's doing to him, the agents are doing to Johnson what Johnson did to Powell. Came in right. and sort of, you know, throw their weight around kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wait, and who is it that says, do you want a breath mint or you want? That's, Powell says that. Oh, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> he's, yeah, he's looking at him, getting, you know, buttoning up his coat and fixing right, himself up. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a great line. Any thoughts, Candace? I don't. I don't have anything. Yeah. It's like a transition minute. Yeah, the whole Helsinki syndrome. I mean, how quickly do the hostages develop bonds? Really? In an hour? Mm. I mean, isn't that like a... Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, I don't know. I thought... Granted, again, this is fictional. True, but I feel like, you know, I feel like that's with anything, like in news today whether it's cnn or fox or whoever they get their experts right on and they think they know everything i mean they you know hey i'm a you know i wrote a book hostage terrorist terrorist hostage so i clearly know what's going on there right yeah right and how much can they really they're all yeah everyone's speculating right and yeah uh, that's interesting i wonder though do, do we ever do we know how much time has elapsed? I mean, we right. know, no, we know I'm when they. No, I'm saying that, and I, I was just kind of. Yeah, no, but we know when there. they when it starts. It was like five forty or something when. Right. When McLean gets to the building, um, but I wonder how much time has left. Obviously, it's, the sun is set. You yeah, know, so it's just, not that long. Yeah, I they've, just... only, they've only been together for a few hours. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know, there's a bond already between hostages and their, you know, I. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about Stockholm Syndrome, Helsinki. Yeah, I'm trying to read up on that right now. <laughs> just, in, just in thirty seconds or so. Right. We didn't have we didn't have the interns on this project. Uh, I know. I know. I feel like <laughs> Kathy's doing the research on the fly. For that us. would have been really good. I mean, it, it was coined back in nineteen seventy three. Um, oh, but you know what? Oh, this is what it says. Yeah, sometimes erroneous, erroneously referred to as the Helsinki syndrome. Oh, shut up, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm embarrassed to say I'm on Wikipedia. Quickly looking this up. Um, the definitive news source. Yes, yes, of course. Right. But I don't see it. At, like, when does it kick in after so many hours or... But I agree with you, Candace. I don't think that they're, none of them are developing that unless it was, well, no, because Ellis thought he was working with them for his own benefit, right? So that wasn't the same thing. No. It's a nice juxtaposition too, right? Because Dr. Dusseldorf is talking about, oh, yeah, they're, you know, starting to bond with their captors and then they cut to... (laughs) Right. Ellis getting dragged down the hallway, oh, so it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't really think they're right, gonna be yeah. bonding with these guys right, right now. Yeah, some subtle humor. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot for this minute other than the great lines. Well, we can't end the minute because we do not have a Kevin Bacon tie. So okay. So we have the Goonies tie-in, which again ties into it's Lord. Got to be someone. So there's got to be someone. Who is the original Agent Johnson? What movies are he in that he could be tied to Kevin Bacon? I, I will say I will say this. I love watching as Dwayne Robinson is walking over to meet the feds. There's a guy off to the left, and he's got like a little notepad and paper. Yeah, I noticed he, him too. He looks so weird because he's just sort of like writing on the paper while the guys are walking, and I'm like, 
I usually look at what I'm writing. <laughs> like he just seems to be writing there and watching the the happenings. He's a master transcriber. I think he is. Oh, the guy with the long coat on, the raincoat? Yeah, Yeah, he looks weird. And he's, like, barely holding the pen? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is he supposed to be a reporter? I don't think they would allow a reporter in where the police are. Oh. Who would he be, then? I think it's just another detective, because I think it's just all a bunch of stereotypical detectives wearing their trench coats and suits. Or they could be feds. Yeah, so I have a question. So, Kathy, Candace, you guys were our guests this week, and um, obviously we're talking about Die Hard. But is this your favorite Die Hard movie out of the series? No. Or where would you? Where would you? This is. Oh no, Candace, this is not your favorite one. The, the original is not the favorite. No, and I'm sure there are million, people who are going to shake their head, but I really like the third one. Oh yes, Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Wow. I don't know. I don't know why, I just do. It's, um, a, it's a fun one. It's kind of... I couldn't even... Cute. I mean, I just remember I really liked it. And maybe it's just because I have a better memory of it as opposed to this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I liked all the puzzles and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, every time I... So, okay. So, for me, Die Hard 3, every time I hear Die Hard 3, the first thing I think of is the water jug puzzle. Oh, yeah. Because... I never knew how they figured it out, and I, had a, I remember like having to go online and look it up. Like, they did not explain that well <laughs> in the in the movie mm-hmm. itself. Like, mm-hmm. they went way too quick. I'm like, how the hell did they do that? And um, but that's the first thing I always think of with Die Hard Three. Like, I'm trying to think who the villain was. But it was Jeremy Irons, right? It was the actor? Oh, yeah. It was Hans's brother. Hans Gruber's brother. That. It was like a revenge uh, thing. Yeah. Um, how so many Die Hard movies are there? Five. Five. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Die Hard. Die Hard 2. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Three, four and five. Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. A good what? Day, a good, yeah, Live Free or Die Hard and A Good Day to Die one? Hard. And A Good Day to Die oh. Hard. Oh. I don't know if I've seen four and five then. I haven't. I, I definitely haven't seen five, but is four the one with him driving a motorcycle into a helicopter? Or is that a different movie? Is that Tom Cruise? I think that's it. <laughs> or is that movie. Schwartz? That's not in... He drives a, a car diamond. into a helicopter. I feel like that's Fast oh, and Furious. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does drive a yeah. car. So Live Free or Die Hard is with Justin Long, and it's about the hackers and taking down the system and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't remember that one at all. I think yeah. definitely Die Hard 3 was the last one for me that was like, okay. I didn't see the, the fifth one at is all. Is Die Hard 2 the one with the plane? Yes. That's good, too. Who was the bad guy in Die Hard 2? That was the general. He was Death in Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Journey. That's right. Death. (laughs) That's great. What about Uh, you, Kathy? Yeah, what about you, Kathy? Um, God, like the other, I think I've seen, I know I've seen Die Hard 2 and 3. Not sure about four or five, and, and I feel like two and three are blending together because it's been so long. I'm feeling old now. I, I I guess the first one, this one stands out to me the most because I think I'm going to go back to what I said in one of the other minutes. Like looking back now, it, it seems like so much of it's unreal. But after doing the minutes with you guys, now I feel like I'm more into it, and I do think it has a lot of iconic moments. 
for an action movie of the late 1980s, so I'm going to stick with the first one as sort of my, you know, quote, favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dave, what about you? We haven't talked about this yet for you and I. What was your favorite? Mm, I'd probably say overall I'd probably be the first one. I just think it's Hans is such a great villain. Carl is a great villain. And I feel like we're still getting to know John McClane and, you know, him being an awesome, you know, kick-butt guy. And it's so unexpected. And I feel like once we see Die Hard 2 and 3, we sort of, he be, you know, he's larger than life. And I feel like it's sort of that... Not that those oh, yeah. movies are bad or anything. I just feel like the first one, it's, it, it was just such a great movie. The lines, the, the, the deception, the, the, whole, the whole thing that Hans does, I feel like it's just great. Yeah, I agree. I, I, would go with, I would go with number one being my favorite, but I definitely remember being so excited for the second one when, it, mm. when the trailers came out and the movies coming out because... Die Hard was such a success, and the you yep. know knowing a sequel was coming, I, I like that's the first one that always pops into my head when I started thinking about like, oh which one's my favorite oh Die Hard two but I think I'm I'm tying it more to oh I was so excited when it was when it was coming out you know, um, and the I, I think the and I think the plane crashing scene in Die Hard two is like right amazing <laughs> like so ruthless and so like tragic and um, but. Die Hard 1, yeah, I would say is my favorite. So I'd go pretty much release order. 1, 2, 3, 4, and yeah. I didn't see 5. So The first one I was reading, it made a boatload of money. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was gosh, I, I need to look it up. I'd written it down. I feel like it, it grossed over like $100 million. More than, you know what I mean, above budget. Like, does anyone remember going to see it in the theater? Like, I don't, but I know I did. Oh, I'm sure we, we, we went to see we it. We must have. Yeah. That was 88, so yeah. we were in high school. Yeah. And Dave yeah. and I have talked about this before. I think after he and I met in junior high school, pretty much any movie that ever came out, we saw together. Yeah. <laughs> <Pretty much. So laughs> I, don't, I don't remember specifically, you know, see, you know, which theater we saw it in or when, but I'm sure we saw it in the theater. Probably it was only like four dollars to get to watch it. Yeah. So unlike the ten dollar, thirteen dollar movie we saw today. I know. So I have a question. So the gentleman, the officer that comes up and talks to uh, Dwayne while he's yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Tells yeah. him the FBI are here. Is it me? Is that the guy from Seinfeld who was obsessed with Elaine and the TV guides? <laughs> what? <laughs> You know the actor I'm talking yeah. about? I know who you're talking about, but I don't. I don't know. I gotta look at this again because now I'm, now I'm very interested to know if that is him. Wow, that's going deep, Chris. I have all the TV guides. Uh, no, that's not him. It's not. No. It looks like Ricky. him, but it's not. No. Wouldn't be kind of old. Ricky. Right. Ricky. Sam Lloyd. I think about is better off dead and Ricky. Denied. All right. I tried. We'll cut that. Okay. <laughs> Any more notes for this minute, peoples? I'm all Then we didn't do our Kevin Bacon. We got as close as we could. All right. So with that, um, you'll find Chris and I over on Star Trek Minute, and you can find us on all the social media sites, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Tumblers. 
the Instagrams, all at Star Trek Minute. And uh, but we're here talking about Die Hard, so you'll find us on Twitter at Die Hard Minute, over on Facebook at Die Hard with a Podcast Listeners Limo, and again over at the big site there, DieHardMinute.com. If you'd like to catch up on any of the other min- Movies by Minute podcasts, I suggest visiting MoviesByMinute.com for more information. This has been our final episode, and you'll be meeting a, another group uh, to take you for the next five episodes. I think I had a great time, Chris. Did you have a good time? I had a blast. It was, it was fun going back to Die Hard and uh, uh, revisiting it and, and giving it the minute-by-minute treatment. So, yeah, I had a great time. Yep. Ladies? Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we always love doing this with you. You'll see us again back over at Star Trek, and uh, have a good day. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Hello, police. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.